Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 555 for October 12 through 18, 2020. There's an extraordinary amount of astrological energy packed into this week. We have the final Jupiter-Neptune sextile, one of the year's most important aspects. Mercury turns retrograde. There's a Libra new moon with an intense T-square. And we have three aspect patterns firing up creativity, spirituality, relationship challenge, and soul-aligned action, in addition to five bonus aspects that are not in my written forecast. So thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes detailed chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns. You can also see these graphics in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. This Week in Astrology is honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. What's old as we come into this week, we have a waning moon, we have a bunch of retrograde, Mercury through November 3rd, Mars through November 13th, and then slower planet retrogrades also continuing Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus. Also three continuing aspect patterns, a kite, a hard rectangle, and a T-square. Let's get into our daily forecast. For starters, on Monday, October 12, we hit our headline right away. One of 2020's most important aspects, an uplifting Jupiter-Neptune sextile, happens three times this year. The first exact lineup was on February 20, the second, July 27th, and we have its third and final perfection today on October 12th. This sextile is an orb, which means close enough to have an impact most of the year, January 9th through November 30th. My colleague, Ren Butler, describes the potentials of Jupiter-Neptune aspects in his extraordinary book, The Archetypal Universe, Astrological Patterns in Human Culture, Thought, Emotion, and Dreams. With his permission, thank you, Ren, and because he breaks down the archetypal possibilities so expertly, I give you some of his Jupiter-Neptune descriptions from The Archetypal Universe. Those with good memories may recall this content from my forecasts on February 20 and July 27. Here are flowing possibilities. Feelings of faith and wonder, grand ideals and visions, heightened intuition, exalted dreams, expansive inner life, outpourings of creative expression, dream come true optimism, a feeling of being buoyed or lifted from within, blissful states of cosmic unity, definitely one of my favorites, reconnection with divine consciousness, tolerance and forgiveness, altruism and generosity, broad-ranging kindness and compassion, transcendence of factionalism, we could certainly use more of that these days, human compassion transcending creed or affiliation, authentic spiritual institutions, the humanitarian safety net, all-encompassing shifts of vision, the revisioning and re-enchantment of a culture, consciousness expanding everywhere, sacred wonders and pilgrimages, and mystical or spiritual education. So lots of good juicy stuff possible under this Jupiter-Neptune sextile, but there are also shadow qualities. Since Jupiter and Neptune are making a harmonious sextile, 
flowing outcomes are more likely than challenging ones. However, I've seen repeatedly that hard aspects can bring positive experiences and soft aspects can sometimes bring challenge. So be careful to avoid these Jupiter-Neptune pitfalls. Over-optimism, rose-colored glasses, spaced-out impractical idealism, New Age naivete and gullibility, blurred distinctions and belief in anything, overextension, excessive generosity, unwise financial speculation, illusions of easy material return, mirages of a glorious prosperity, fool's gold, self-indulgence and laziness combined with high expectations, excessive ritual trappings and ceremony in religion, spiritual materialism, wholesale illusions and projections, esoteric pretensions, psychic inflation, and grandiosity. So keep your focus on the flowing items I mentioned so this Jupiter-Neptune sextile can help make your life more magical all the way through November. Next up, we have a grand cross stoking creativity and spirituality. Neptune isn't just making a powerful sextile with Jupiter today. He also begins a grand cross with Venus and the lunar nodes. This intense aspect pattern starts today on October 12th, peaks on the 19th, and ends on the 26th. Venus and Neptune have lots of magical ways to play together. They encourage you to forge a deeper relationship with your higher self. You can more easily perceive the divine essence of other people and the world around you. And they're also a fantastic pairing for inspired creativity. Venus is the artist, while Neptune is like a waterfall of divine inspiration. The lunar nodes encourage you to dive into all of these activities in alignment with your soul purpose. And since they're in the axis of communication, that's Sagittarius and Gemini, they encourage whatever learning or sharing of information you're inspired to do. This Grand Cross also has some challenging possibilities. Relationships might experience confusion, deceit, or gaslighting, or creativity might seem too murky or amorphous to capture. As always with astrology, the more energy you put into positive potentials, the less energy remains for challenging manifestations. Also, the more spiritually conscious you are, the easier Neptune is to work with. Finally, here on October 12th, we have a bonus aspect, Mercury sextile Venus. Mercury is at 12 Scorpio. Venus is at 12 Virgo. This fundamentally, the easiest way to express this one is harmonious communication. Mercury is communication. Venus is harmony. Um, this also is cool for creative writing with Mercury in Scorpio, which wants to just tell the deep, honest, uninhibited truth. Uh, speaking truth honestly and compassionately is a great way to use this, or like deep, intense journaling where you're letting it all come out. Writers have a rule where they say, okay, I can write the first draft as deep, honest, and raw and taboo as I want it to be. And then after that, I can decide how much of it goes out to anyone else. So it's a great time to really do deep thinking or writing that goes into the deepest parts of you can be tremendously cathartic and healing. Also, Mercury and Scorpio can be transformational communication, reaching out to others, Venus, I'm, I'm in communication with you, in relationship with you, uh, bringing this transformational energy possibly, or someone else could be doing it for you. So those are some fun ways you can play with that Mercury-Venus sextile. 
Tuesday, October 13th, here's our other big headline. Mercury begins its final 2020 retrograde on October 13th at 9.05 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's happening at 11 degrees, 40 minutes, Scorpio. The winged messenger will turn direct again on November 3rd at 12.50 p.m. That's 12.50 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and that'll be right about 26 degrees Libra. For starters, the usual Mercury retrograde advice applies. If possible, avoid major new things, such as starting a significant venture or making an expensive purchase. Make sure you're understanding and being understood. Double-check any travel plans and back up important data. Mercury retrograde is best used for reflection and introspection. Of course, you can contemplate whatever you want, but the signs Mercury is backpedaling through suggest specific themes. Mercury is retrograde in Scorpio, October 13th through the 27th. How are you doing with any significant transformation or death and rebirth processes? How about wealth and power? Do you have good shadow work tools for healing old emotional wounds? How's your sex life? And are you able to blend your light body with your partners to revel in the ecstasy of sacred sex? Mercury's in Libra from October 28th until it turns direct on November 3rd. How are your relationships? How about your creative expression? Do you have enough harmony, balance, and beauty in your life? Aspects. Mercury conjoins Juno and sextiles the moon and Venus in Virgo as it turns retrograde. This invites you to contemplate your committed partnerships as well as all important relationships. Creativity and finance could also be worth some reflection. The moon-Venus conjunction in Virgo, which sextiles Mercury, suggests a methodical approach to enjoying relationships with an open heart. So that's it on Mercury Retrograde, also this very same day. I've already described how the five-month square of Mars to Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto is having Earth-shaking effects. On top of that, these potent squares now join forces with the Libran Sun. This creates a T-square featuring the Sun, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. It started on October 8th, peaks today here on the 13th, and ends on October 21st. To learn about the effects of Mars squaring Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, there's a link in the show notes that'll take you to my post on that. This interpretation will focus on how all these planets are firing up the Libran sun. At the most basic level, the sun represents your vitality and the core of your human identity. Those parts that are well aligned can be boosted with tremendous power and endurance. One meaning of the sun in Libra is relationships. Since they're making hard aspects to the sun, the other T-square planets are broadcasting lots of challenge and intensity. Even the best of relationships may hit a rough patch. If so, my standard recommendations apply, nonviolent communication for working things out between the two of you, and my free healing invocation for your internal emotional healing. There are links to both those in the show notes. The good news is that facing relational challenges with effective modalities can make a relationship more strong and authentic, as my partner McKeesla and I recently accomplished. We're more loving than ever, but we had to go through the fire to get there. This T-square can also add fire to your lovemaking. Since Libra is also the sign of the artist, this T-square can add tremendous juju to your creative efforts. Now, here's a little technical note on top of all that T-square stuff. 
All these T-score effects actually start easing in a bit before October 8th. A Sun-Mars-Jupiter T-square starts on the 5th, and a Sun-Mars-Pluto T-square starts on the 6th. The Sun-Mars-Saturn T-square that brings all five planets into a single T-square starts on the 8th, and all four T-squares end simultaneously on October 21st. Finally, here on the 13th, there is an exact Sun-Mars opposition, Sun 21 Libra, Mars 21 Aries, and that is part of that T-square that I just interpreted. On Wednesday, October 14th, you can get an energy boost for your soul-aligned activities thanks to a mystic rectangle that started on October 6th, peaks today on the 14th, and ends on the 21st. It includes the Sun, Mars, and the lunar nodes. With the Sun in Libra, creativity and relationships that sync up with your soul purpose receive flowing, energized support. And with the lunar nodes in the axis of communication, South Node in Sagittarius, North Node in Gemini, you can also direct this vibrant energy into any kind of learning, writing, or communication. Let's go on to Thursday, October 15th. We have the Sun square Pluto. The Sun is 23 Libra. Pluto is 23 Capricorn. This is part of that T-square I just discussed for October 13th. So all that's covered in there. Now, moving on to Friday, October 16th, a new moon lines up today at 3.31 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Precisely, it's at 23 degrees, 53 minutes Libra. Any Libra new moon supports new beginnings in relationship and creativity, as well as harmony, balance, and aesthetic appreciation. Aspects. This new moon's most important aspects are all rolled up into one aspect pattern, a T-square that includes the moon, sun, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. This is the same T-square I just interpreted, except now we've added the moon. This doesn't fundamentally change the interpretation, so I will now liberally and shamelessly borrow from that post. At the most basic level, the sun represents your vitality and the core of your human identity. Those parts that are well aligned can enjoy tremendous power and endurance. One meaning of the luminaries in Libra is relationships. Since the other T-square planets are making hard aspects to the sun and moon, they're broadcasting lots of challenge and intensity. This is actually repeating some of the stuff I just said a moment ago. Relationships may hit a rough patch. Again, I recommend nonviolent communication and the healing invocation. And pretty much the same stuff I was just saying about the T-square, adding fire to your lovemaking, relationships more strong and authentic, uh, more creative juju, all that's good stuff. But here's something I haven't already said on this podcast. There's also a trine as part of this new moon. The only other significant aspect is a trine to Ceres. The grain goddess associated with harvest can make abundance easier to achieve. She's also associated with sorrow and loss. So her trine to the luminaries can make any shadow work you're doing easier. This new moon Sabian symbol is a third wing on the left side of a butterfly. To me, this suggests that we appreciate beauty even when it shows up in unconventional ways. This symbol also suggests a fundamental truth about transformation. As we all know, each butterfly was once a caterpillar. It had to go through a complete meltdown, literally, to reach its final form. The left side symbolizes receptivity. 
As I've learned through my ayahuasca ceremonies and other shamanic work, transformation comes most easily when I surrender into the process. I've experienced many psychological and shamanic death and rebirth processes. Because I didn't know any better, I made the early ones a lot harder by trying to control them. It took me years to learn that relaxing, allowing, and surrendering into the mystery, even though I could not know the final outcome, eased and optimized the process. A level of consciousness cannot comprehend a level beyond itself. If you're in the midst of a powerful transformation, there's simply no way that your ego can fully understand what you are becoming. My experience suggests that asking the divine for the highest good outcome, then letting it have its way with you, always gives the best results. Let's move on now to October 18th and 19th, that's Sunday and Monday. Venus is powerfully stimulated two days in a row. On the 18th, Venus opposes Neptune, that's Venus 19 Virgo and Neptune 19 Pisces. On October 19th, Venus trines Jupiter, that's Venus 19 Virgo and Jupiter 19 Capricorn. These two aspects complement each other. Creatively speaking, Neptune flows divine inspiration to artistic Venus, making it easier to receive creativity from your muse. That's quite a repetitive theme this week, isn't it? With Venus in Virgo, it's also a great time to put the finishing touches on your masterpiece. Jupiter expands these effects and can add joy and celebration into the mix. Spiritually, Neptune holds the energy of divine union. With Venus representing relationship, this is a wonderful time to dive into spiritual awakening practices. Not only can you merge with the divine, this aspect also helps you connect more fluidly with other people. Consciously blending your energy with others is easier with Venus opposite Neptune. And the others don't even have to be human. This aspect can help you consciously merge with animals, nature, or anything else in the physical world. What about Jupiter? Once again, it serves as an amplifier, boosting the energy of the Venus-Neptune combinations. The Venus-Neptune opposition could also have challenging effects. On the low side, Neptune could represent deceit, confusion, and gaslighting in relationships, as I mentioned earlier. Creatively or spiritually, you could get so blissed out, you focus only on your own pleasure. Venus in Virgo wants to serve others by expressing creativity or being of spiritual service. Sunday, October 18th. Bonus aspect, Mercury quintile Pluto. This is Mercury 11 Scorpio. Pluto is at 23 Capricorn. Now, Scorpio and Pluto happen to be the same archetype. One's a planet, one's a sign. So this is really doubling down on the idea of intense focus with your mind, intense truth-telling. Pluto is the intensity, so is Scorpio. Quintile is a magical combination. Uh, the most easy way I think to use this is to just really let your mind go deep into transformational or shadow work processes. Again, it's also a magnificent support for truth-telling, whether you're doing that verbally or in writing or making a video or a blog post or whatever you're doing. So also Scorpio and Pluto can have a tremendous ability to focus and dive deep. So deep learning is also supported with a Mercury-Pluto quintile. Another bonus aspect, Uranus opposing Juno, also on October 18th, Uranus 9 Taurus, Juno 9 Scorpio. Juno is the goddess of committed partnership. Uranus is paradigm shift, shake it up. So this could 
kind of rock the foundations of a committed partnership if there's something that needs rocking. Again, my experience is that challenge only arises when there's a learning experience to be had. So if any kind of committed partnership, which could be romantic or platonic or business or whatever, um, just get a hint from the intuitive flash that's probably going to come down at the same time because Uranus does love to send intuitive flashes. Um, what hits are you getting about what needs to happen with a committed partnership? It could be anything from it's time to let it go to time to take it even deeper and take it to the next awesome level, uh, work through something with that person that needs working through. Again, I love nonviolent communication for that. Um, any of those possibilities are there with Uranus opposing Juno. And then one more, the Sun square Saturn here on October 18th, Sun 26 Libra, Saturn 26 Capricorn. And again, this is part of that T-square I discussed earlier, uh, because again, the sun is squaring not only Saturn, but also Jupiter and Pluto. And we got other, another player in there too. So we've already discussed the parameters of sun square Saturn as part of that T-square. Everyone is welcome to participate in most live Awakening Plus calls for free. These calls support your individual healing and awakening and also support the current global spiritual awakening. Here are brief descriptions of the October events remaining. Divinely Directed is this Tuesday, October 13th. All calls are at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This event is directed by spirits in the moment guidance to serve each person's highest good. Each Divinely Directed call is unique. However, a typical call features a subtle field being held. Within the sacred space, each person receives the specific awakening, healing, or spiritual experience that serves their highest good. Words like bliss and euphoria simply are not adequate to describe some of the ecstatic spiritual experiences we share in the inner worlds. And these calls typically last about an hour. Tuesday, October 20th, uh, this event is called Individual Healings, but also bless the senders. You can support the individual healing of the people on this call and maybe even get one of your own. The magic of this process, inspired by Lynn McTaggart's Power of Eight protocol, is in the combined healing intentions of everyone who participates. Don't be surprised if you receive bounce-back healing as you hold space for someone else. We should have time for three or four people in the hot seat. Hot seat just means you're the one in the middle getting all the healing directed to you. Awakening Plus members will be given first priority, but if time remains and no members are waiting, which has happened more than once, the hot seat will open to non-members. These calls usually last about 90 minutes. And then on Tuesday, October 27th, Becky Lee, our guest presenter, will present Get Unstuck, release the multidimensional vows and promises that hold you back. I'll skip the details on this one because that's still a few weeks into the future, but full details, of course, are on the website on the post that I have linked here about the Awakening Plus October events. Oh, and I do want to mention every single week, including tonight as I record this, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, we do new Earth support. We create a sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened new Earth currently blossoming. The divine always rewards us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss. And no matter how many times we do this, it's always different. The divine is just loving that variety. These typically last an hour or less. Awakening Plus features at least three live streaming events each month on Zoom, although we're doing lots more bonus events during the pandemic. Most are open to everyone for free 
the archive of over 260 transformative events, as well as accountability partners and the forum and lots of new content coming in as well are available exclusively to members. Learn more at awakeningplus.com. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during the pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. Learn all about this and more at astroshaman.com. To see the show notes, go to astroshaman.com slash 555. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We are wrapping up. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so others like you can find it. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.